0: Welcome, entrepreneur, to the Ignite Your Wellness podcast. My name is Dr. Elsa McClain. I'm a physical therapist, yoga teacher, coach, and owner of Ignite Your Wellness. Here on the podcast, we discuss all things body, brain, and bank account so you can cultivate your version of success while caring for your health. It's all about reducing stress, living a fulfilled life, growing your business, and enjoying life in the process. All right, let's get to it. Hi there, friend. Welcome back. Today, we're talking about how to end sessions and classes on time. And you might be thinking, wow, she's dedicating a whole podcast episode to this. It's really not that big of a deal. It is. And let me tell you why. Because number one, it is an external representation of really what's going on in your mind. And b, it's probably happening more than you realize. Five, ten minutes here or there, twenty minutes over there, it adds up, and it could be a big part of the reason why you're ending your day feeling exhausted or not making it home on time to have enough time to relax with your family or even work out. So today we're going to be talking about why you want to end your classes on time and how. And even if this is not a real problem for you, stick with me here. You'll still learn information to help you in your classes and sessions. You'll refine them, make them better, and just be more aware. So if you find yourself overworking, missing out on activities you love, racing around from one thing to the next, to the next, to the next, the key to having a sustainable business you love, one that doesn't exhaust you, is really noticing what's happening with your time and why. Speaking of, make sure you sign up for the free workshop I'm hosting on February 16th, 2022. It's how to fall in love with your wellness business. You'll learn the vital mindset shifts required to have a sustainable and enjoyable business. So even you do the activities you quote unquote hate. (laughs) P.S. It's not just positive thinking. We're going to go into what's required to do on a day-to-day basis so you can earn the revenue that you desire, help more people and what not to do what's sucking your time what's sucking your energy so you end up waking up in the morning loving going to work loving what you do and releasing all the worry and energy leaks i'll see you there go get signed up the link is in the show notes okay so back to ending sessions and classes on time So you might be thinking, well, I just end a few minutes late here and a few minutes late there. As I hinted, it really does add up, especially when you get busy. So if you're not fully booked right now and you have the space to go over, you might be thinking, well, it's okay. I've got the time. The problem with that is going over your classes, going over your sessions, it'll be then become a habit. It'll become a habit for you and it'll become a habit for your clients. Your clients will then think that it's normal for an hour session to really be 75 minutes or 80 minutes. They'll start to plan every time they come to see you or work with you online, that that's how it's gonna be. And when you do get busy, because that's my goal for you to get fully booked, it'll be a really hard habit to correct. So let's start now. Ending sessions, ending classes on time, even though you have the space to go over. And this would be a continual refinement. So for me, I recently just changed my 60-minute one-to-one sessions to 50 minutes because I've gotten better helping people. I'm more efficient. I'm tighter in, in my processes. I'm more streamlined. So what I really need that 10 minutes now is time for my, because I'm back to back to back, is to allow myself to go to the bathroom for get a sip of water, maybe have a a quick snack, or for my in-person people, do a really good job thorough cleaning in between sessions. I also want to just check on my phone in between sessions and make sure my daughter's school hasn't called. Reset my mind. I was doing 55-minute sessions, but it was really tight. So to keep myself energized, do what I need to do to care for myself, like water, food, bathroom, and also checking on my daughter, to serve better, right? I got to fill my cup first doing those things. So I'll even though I'm, you could look at it as I'm taking away those five minutes, but in reality, I'm allowing myself to be a more efficient practitioner So those five minutes are going to come back in better ways in the sessions with my people. It will allow for better quality of care during my session. So right now, decide how long are your sessions. They don't have to be an hour. You can do 30-minute sessions. You can do 60-minute sessions. You can do 60-minute classes, 75-minute classes. Just decide. What is the length of time for you? Maybe it's 45 minutes. Maybe you need 15 minutes in between people. You do you here, but decide the start and the end boundary because now the next work is honoring that. And if you're not honoring it, what happens is you find yourself in the middle of the day missing your lunch because you end one session 15 minutes late. And if you have a brick and mortar, maybe your next patient or client shows up 10 minutes early and you have a hard time telling them to wait. I've totally been there where I know someone's sitting in the waiting room and I'm like, I got to eat, but I know they're like just sitting out there waiting for me. (laughs) You got to get good giving yourself the time and the space to eat and know that they're okay waiting because they showed up early. So they're probably planning on waiting. Or maybe you have to communicate with your partner in that time, right? Those few minutes of someone waiting in the waiting room. Maybe you're planning on sending a text message or having a quick phone call with your partner to communicate with them about change of -of end-of-day plans. Or maybe like for me, because of COVID, I'm forever having to schedule and reschedule my daughter's swim classes and various events because she's been exposed to COVID or has been out of school or is showing symptoms of a runny nose, all the things. So I need those five to 10 minutes right now just to keep up on my daughter's schedule sometimes. And if you're always going over or taking people when they show up, and I'll put a pin in this because there's sometimes I do take people when they show up at the wrong time, but what I mean is when they show up early and you have had something planned, especially when you only have a 30-minute lunch break, all those additional minutes, they get chewed up super fast, and now you don't have a lunch break or have time to do what you need to do to stay on top of your your daily needs and your family's daily needs. And for me, this is different than on occasion over delivering to my people. If they show up on the wrong day or time and I have the ability to accommodate them, I do try, right? Even if someone shows up 20 minutes early, and I have the space to accommodate them, I will. But if I do need to take care of something, sometimes I just tell them if they show up really early, hey, just give me five minutes and I'll take you early, no problem, right? So there's a lot of options, but the only difference is how you're approaching the scenario, whether you have awareness that you're going over or not, whether you have awareness that you're sticking to your schedule boundaries or not, And going in with an intention and an energy of being sufficient like okay I've done what I need to do now I can care for these people even better versus the energy of hustling or frantically racing around or often what I really see happening with practitioners why they go over in classes and sessions is because they feel like they're not giving enough, like their sessions aren't enough, their classes aren't enough, and they have to give more. So we're going to go over that in more detail. But I want to give you another reason so you can buy in on the importance of ending on time. And it's not just for you. So you don't avoid to showing up things late at the end of the day. So you can care for yourself better. So you don't frantically race around from one thing to the next, to the next, to the next, because you have more space. Right. It's not for all, only all those reasons. Really important. This is also for your clients, because you might think, oh, they will love all the extra things I give them in this additional 20 minutes or five minutes or 10 minutes, but you have to think about it from their perspective. They all have busy lives. And you might think you're serving them better by going over, but is that really true? As I mentioned, often I find that going over is from a place of lack as the practitioner. Lack of belief in the power of your work, lack of confidence in your skills. So then you overcompensate, trying to give them more and more and more. It's like just throwing spaghetti at the wall. You hope that one of those concepts you're throwing at them or one of those techniques that you gave them will be the one to stick when they leave the session. So part of the way to really stick to your time schedule boundaries is to believe in you and your capabilities and your processes and systems. But for your clients, you have to remember they fit in your class or your session sometimes during your lunch break, their lunch break, which might be 12 to 1. And if you're going over, then they're going to get stressed because now they don't want to get in trouble with their boss or maybe they'll be late to picking up their kid or whatever they had next in the calendar. And if they're stressed, it really does undoes the great work that you did in your session or the class, the whole reason why they might have shown up in the first place. Or maybe they have other plans that you didn't know about and you just made them late because your class or your session just went over. Or maybe they have to miss Shavasana now or they're definitely not going to be relaxed during it if they know they're over time and have to go get dressed to get back to work. So you see, Sticking to the time boundary not only helps to care for you and gives you more energy and doesn't become an energy leak, but it also serves your clients the best so they can stay on track with their day. Okay, so what if time is not an issue for, the, for your people and they have the luxury of staying with you or working with you those 20 minutes extra or 10 minutes extra? Here's another perspective. In that 10, 5, 10, 20 minutes that you went over, you could be giving them one concept or one technique that's just too much. It takes away from the power and the ability for them to implement the simpleness of the previous work that you did in the session. So what if that additional concept or technique is the one that causes them to freeze or get stuck in overwhelm and not take any action? For most people, and I found this time and time again in sessions, in the trainings I deliver, whether they be a 90-minute workshop or a two-day event, less is more, less is more. Think about it for yourself. If you go to a training or if you're working with your coach and you get a bunch of ideas and concepts that are just thrown at you that really aren't in a streamlined process and you don't have just those one or two takeaways, are you really going to be more likely to implement and follow through with all those concepts and techniques? You probably just get more confused. So there you have it. There you have some whys as to for yourself and for your clients, why it's best to stay on time, really tighten up this area. So let's talk about the how. How are you going to do this? Number one, you have to start planning, thinking ahead, thinking big picture. You have to strategize. And in a session, it's the art of being present and fully listening to your person or fully being present in your class and strategically checking in with the clock here or there. One thing I've learned is that working 20 years now, I'm kind of doing things on an hour system. For the most part, I have a good internal representation of how long things are happening. So I have a good idea, okay, we're we're somewhere in 30, 34, 30 to 40 minutes into the class or the session, and I can look up and I'll be in that neighborhood. So really the clock is just a validation of where I am. So. If you really have no idea where you are in an hour session, for example, or an hour class, just stick with it because over time you'll get better about marking 15 minutes into a class, 30 minutes into a class, 45 minutes into a class, so you can strategically plan better. And that brings me to my next point you need to plan or have an idea or a sense of when you're going to start to wrap things up and this is for a one-on-one and a class and this is often overlooked and missed in both sessions and classes and how do i see it in classes there's no time left for the reversing of the peak pose. It's done really, really quickly in the last five minutes. And then there's a two minute Shavasana or there's no real slowing down. If there's no peak pose, there's no real preparation, calming, slowing at the end of the class to prepare for Shavasana. In sessions, what I see if there's no preparation for this, there's no time to wrap up, to go over the one to two takeaways, to review the homework for the client so they know exactly what they're gonna do at the end of the session and to prepare for the next session. There's no time left for questions. And for me, for classes, I always have a sense that I'll be starting to wind up the class depending on how long the class is or how deep a pose may have gotten my ending of a class might be anywhere from 15 to 30 minutes. And for my one-to-one sessions, as I get to know a person better and their qualities and characteristics of who they are, sometimes I'll start to wrap up a session 15, 20, 25 minutes, even before it's supposed to end. And that's for an hour long session. Just because, for example, I have a client in particular, that asks a ton of questions on each homework, suggestion, or takeaway, or insights. A lot, a lot of questions, which is fine. It means they're really thinking about the work. They're really questioning in their mind how to implement it. They see themselves trying to implement it throughout the day, and they can think of questions right there in the session. That's great. But in the beginning, when I first started working with this individual, it used to really, really stress me out. All these questions and planning and strategizing and details. And that's only because I didn't leave myself enough time to go over that with them. I was starting to wrap things up 10 to five minutes before the session end, and I was not having enough time to go over all their questions. And then as I got better, at being a practitioner and I I got to know them better. I just noticed, okay, that's how their brain works. It's not a problem. I'll just leave ample time for all their questions. And so now there's it's how I set the container for them. So we don't feel rushed at the end. I'm not stressed. And all their questions really just becomes part of the session and they really get so much Strategical information based upon their very insightful questions of knowing themselves. So it becomes a win win. So planning is really a way. To get better about ending on time for both the classes and the one-to-one and just stick with it because in the beginning just like anything else there's going to be a trial and error where you think you've planned or left enough time and then you find out oh i really didn't and so then how do you know it's it's evaluating right it's leaving the time as well to evaluate what's working and what's not. And that's what I really go over and help people with when I'm working with them, is this evaluatory process and and helping to hold them accountable every step along the way so they just don't give up or end up burning out, right? I I want you to stick with your business and I want you to love your business. And that's, that's my goal for you. Okay, number two for how to implement sticking to this time boundaries is saying the hard thing (laughs) and in one-to-one this is why i'm really a big fan of packages whether they're three months six months a year or any length in between that you decide that's really going to help your people get the results they desire is because if at the end of a session they bring up a question That's really a whole other topic or really needs more digging to get into. It happens all the time, right? You have that person like and you're like literally two minutes before your next person and they bring up a question that is a whole other hour long session, right? At that moment, you have an option. You can try to squeeze in an answer that's really needed, you know, 60 minutes to go over a whole other session and then you're rushed and frantic and you end up going over and you're late to your next person or you can say the hard thing. And that's just telling them, I love your question and we do need to answer it, but let's put a pin in it and we'll pick up on that next week. It's a great place to start. Focus on the homework that we went over, focus on your takeaways in the meantime, right? Do and implement that work, and then next week we'll pick up with that question. And if you're doing week-to-week-to-week sessions, a week is not a long time to pick it up and answer that next question. The problem is, and I'm finding this for myself, so I'm going to be tightening up some of my packages is when the sessions are spread out too far, right? If the next session isn't three weeks or four weeks away, then that is a long time for that question to be hanging in the air. And I could see why they, someone would urgently want that question answered right now, because they don't wanna wait another three to four weeks. So one solution is to really bring your people on week to week packages or at the most every other week, I think, depends on where they are. And putting a pin in that question can also be a big problem solver because it's not adding too much work for them to do in their off days. So they actually just implement the one to two takeaways. And another thing is sometimes that that question that they asked you at the very end of the session, sometimes it clears itself up with the homework that they do in preparation for the next session. So sometimes that question that seemed like, oh my gosh, that's a whole other session. It's going to take Yeah, we definitely need a whole session just to focus on that question. When they actually do the homework and the coaching and the evaluations and all the things in between sessions, when they come back, they might have found some of the answers themselves so it's not as big of a problem so you have to be the authority here and that requires you to speak up and to say the, the hard thing of our time is up and let's cover that next week and it's from a place of love and compassion and I know it was really hard for me to do this on occasion it's still hard for me to do it but the more that you do do it the easier it does get For classes, planning the cool down or just doing a better job of planning your sequencing, over time, this does get easier and you have a better sense of how long things will take, how many poses are needed to build, how many poses are needed to cool down and reverse. So just teaching more and more and more, this process will clean itself up over time. And if you need help with this, for sure, I can. When I work with people, I really help with strategizing sequencing, knowing how to uh, order your poses based upon the energetics of the class, based upon anatomy and biomechanics, we go over all the things. So just reach out if you're really struggling with this. I love this. I really, really do. So for classes, I find what becomes a problem of why you might be really running over your time and racing to the next thing that you have on your schedule is the students that want to talk with you after class. So for me, I used to schedule in time to talk to my students after class because this was really important to me. I really wanted to connect with my students and get to know them more and develop a relationship and answer their individual questions. So if I did teach a 60-minute class in my own personal schedule, I used to book it for 75 minutes. And that doesn't include the shower and the drive time. That was just me physically being in the class. I would allow for 75 minutes to connect and talk with the students after class, but only the 75 minutes, right? And this is probably a whole other podcast of why it is important to talk with your students after class. One thing to take away here is in this additional time that you do plan to talk with your students after class, it's how and what you talk to your students after class with because it's really common for students to come up to you and ask what's the best stretch for this back pain I've been having or hip pain or stress or I'm waking up in the middle of the night and I can't fall back to sleep what's a sequence of postures to really help me to sleep at night right those are big problems that's really hard to solve in 5 10 minutes especially if you have three other students that want to talk to you as well in that 15 minutes so if what they're asking is a bigger problem that i can solve in that time it's not a there's no quick answer I always tell them, hey, just set up a consult with me. There's no pressure to work with me. In fact, part of the consult will be determined to go over if we are a good fit to work together. Because right now what's happening is in your mind, you think that one stretch or one pose is going to be the answer or the solution to your back problem or your neck problem or your sleeping problem, whatever it is. However, I've been working with people a long time and I know that without fully knowing what's going on, doing a thorough intake and evaluation, right now if I blindly gave you one stretch or exercise, it could actually make the problem a lot worse and I don't want that for you. So I encourage them to sign up for the free strategy call or the free consult so I can help them better. And then I can move on to the next person where all the time I see teachers trying to quickly and frantically give them all the poses that are gonna they're trying to diagnose and then give them all the poses that are gonna solve their back problem it doesn't work that way and that's a very different question than the questions I love to help people at the end of class with is for example a student that comes to you and says You cued or adjusted me on my chaturanga today, and I don't quite understand that adjustment, or I don't know how to put my body back into that position by myself. That is two very different types of questions. So again, you have to be the authority with your students after class, and you have to discern what's an appropriate question for you to answer right there, that tied into your class that tied into your sequencing, and what is an appropriate question to get answered in a one to one container, for example, or a program that you're offering. So again, that's another art, the balance of connecting, but also serving your clients best. What is the best container to serve them? Okay, number three is learning how to seal in your breaks. What do I mean by that? That can mean If you have a 30 minute lunch, an hour minute lunch, or it's five o'clock, you're physically going to walk out the door at the end of the day. It could also be just physically shutting your door for a break or energetically closing up shop, not making yourself available for people at that time. So take your breaks. If someone shows up early and you need to eat or write notes or just zone out, just tell them, hey, I've, I can take you in 10 minutes. You're a little bit early. I can still take you a few minutes early, but I need to do those other things first. Or maybe you can't take them in early. Say, hey, my kid's really having a tough day and I have to help them through this and get them situated so they can be independent on their own and I'll be with you in 20 minutes. So again, if I can take someone at the wrong day or time or early, I do, I try. But if I need to care for myself or take care of something else, I just tell them, I'll be with you at our scheduled time. And this is huge for me when I lead group trainings too, because I love connecting with students and talking with them. But sometimes during a training, especially in that 30 minutes where we have a break, I do need to eat, prepare for the next part of teaching, just reset my mind, connect with my family, and decompress. And so this might be true for you too. If you're teaching back-to-back classes inside the same studio where students are milling about the studio, other teachers are in the studio, front desk people are in the studio, right? I love to connect. If I'm teaching back-to-back classes in the same places, I love connecting with all those people. But sometimes, I need that 20 minutes just to be by myself and reset my mind. So here's what I do strategically If I can't, if, you know, I'm in the studio and I feel like there's no place to go, but I do need that reset time, I either put on my headphones if it's a nice day, which happens a lot here in San Diego. I go outside. Sometimes I just sit there on my bolster and I close my eyes with my headphones in. I'm not even listening to anything on my headphones, but I just close my eyes. And energetically, what I'm telling people is if I were inside an office, my door would be shut, right? So I'm just energetically putting that energy out there. My door's shut, I'm taking care of me now. Or if they don't get that message, because sometimes some people don't and they urgently have this question that they want answered and so they'll tap me on the shoulder even though I have headphones on and my eyes are closed. And I just tell them, hey, this is a really great question. Bring it up when everyone comes back into the room so everyone can hear the answer or if it's more an individual question for them themselves, I tell them, listen, I I really need to decompress my mind right now. Just schedule a consult. Let's schedule a time to chat. Now is not the time for me to be diagnosing your issue or your mom's issue or helping to really sequence a whole sequence for a back problem right now. So there you have it. Those three tactics of let me just go back up to the top here planning Saying the hard thing and then sealing in your break and time boundaries, they might seem simple enough, but putting them into action can be a whole other thing. That might be where your energy leaks are and where you're feeling exhausted or scattered or frazzled. But I promise, if you start to do this, you will sleep better and you will feel like you have more energy. So if you feel stuck, you're really having a hard time implementing this, then just reach out to me. Because I'm a sensitive, I'm an empath, I'm an introverted. I really had a hard time of not going over saying the hard thing. So I've really learned all this. And I really love connecting and working with people. So I had to work on this myself. And so I know exactly how to work and help you. I have processes to really go over that. And one of them is the soul scheduling process. So when you're ready to clean up your schedule, get more energy, then just reach out. We will go over and clean this up for you, I promise. So there you have it. I will see you on the mat next week. Bye for now. Wait, before you go, are you ready for more? Your next best step is to sign up for a free strategy call. Every day you wait is another day. You're just racing around from class to class, session to session. It's another day you miss out on precious moments with your family because A, you're not home or B, you're home, but you're actually not present because you're worrying about how to fill your class, where your next client's coming from, all the things you have to do. It's also another day you might miss out on taking your favorite yoga class or meeting a friend for a hike because you went over in all your sessions and you spend hours agonizing over sequencing your next sessions and classes for the following day. Being a wellness practitioner can feel like a lot. Sign up for a free strategy call with me. It's one-to-one for 60 minutes. We'll develop a plan You'll know exactly what to prioritize when you get off the call. You'll get so much clarity. And, and if you decide to work together more with me, we'll figure out how to fit it all in. You'll be able to care for your health, relax your family, grow your practitioner skills, learn from all my knowledge base. One step at a time while developing trust in your intuition in a streamlined process. There's a solution and I've got you. Use the link in the show notes to sign up for the free call, figure out your next steps, or just head to igniteyourwellness.com. That's ignite with a u r wellness.com. I'll see you on the map. Bye for now.